Podcasting from the Five Lakes Coffee Studio in downtown Sturgis, Michigan, it's Coffee with Doc. Jim Doc Leoy has been a certified athletic trainer for 35 years and was an educator for Sturgis Public Schools for 28 years. Over the years, he has been able to reconnect with many of his old students over coffee and shared memories and stories new and old. It was in these stories that this podcast was born, knowing that his students' valuable stories, lessons, and experiences can touch the lives of parents, students, future and current teachers, and current and future athletic trainers. So sit down, grab some coffee, and let's get started. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Doc. We are here from uh, Five Lakes Coffee Shop in Sturgis, Michigan. Small batch brewing, freshly roasted. Come in and get yours today or order online at fivelakes.com. We're here to relive some stories, some journeys of former students, and we're going to continue that tradition here today. So we're here today, and we're, we're actually blessed with uh, two young ladies uh, that became um, real good friends much after high school. Um, as they got involved in the communities in the community with their um, with their children and their husbands and that type of thing, so we'll uh, we'll have them introduce themselves. Go ahead. Um, Misty Kosmerick graduated in '98, and I'm Stephanie Patrick, and I graduated in 2001. And your maiden names, just in case. Perry. Blucker. <clears throat> I think your dad was just in here. Probably. A little while ago. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I see him here a lot, actually. So so um, both of you um, reside in Sturgis, and you are married. Tell us a little bit about your family lives, your husband, your children. Um, I am married to um, my husband, Justin. Is it a hard question? Yeah. Okay. Um, we've been married how long have you? 16 years. Um, I have two kids, a son and a daughter. My son is 14 and my daughter is 12. Okay, and they're within the Sturgis school they are. system? They okay. are middle schoolers. Good luck to you. And I am married Charlie Patrick and um, we'll be married for 16 years this year. We have two children. Tanner is 13 and Chloe just turned 11 and they both go to Sturgis. Wonderful. And uh, yes, Charlie was an athlete of ours, and hopefully we can have him on, and he can kind of uh, kind of combat stories that you're going to tell, sure, maybe, uh, you know, sure. his side of the, <laughs> the story. And Justin grew up in Brunson, Michigan. Yes. I mean, I knew Charlie very well. He was a very good athlete, um, uh, a fine young man. Um, you did good there. Yeah, you did, I did. very good I there. Did. Yeah, I know you. You know that. <laughs> So, and just on a personal note, um, both of you played played a, um, a significant role um, within the last couple of years with my wife's health challenges. So I just want to say thank you and what an honor it, it was to, to have you both helping me because you learned a lot of the things that you know now from Sturgis High School and we gave you some skill sets that you helped my my family with and i and i certainly you know appreciate that you know to this day and it's it'll never be forgotten um 
something that I remember very well is Stephanie, when you came to the house mm -hmm. and you kind of, you know, helped us with a few things. And, uh, you know, when you left, uh, we got a little emotional and I said, you know, she was a student of mine and, you know, what a great, what a great thing, you know, that, that is for your students to help you, you know, when you get older, I guess, uh, you know, so it's, it was, it's very special. It's a very special thing. And that's another reason why I have you on is because, because of that. Um, so basically graduate, what, what year did you graduate? 2001. 2001. Thank you. So in 1998, June, whatever, 1998, you had a journey that got you to this seat here today. So talk about the journey and, you know, the life struggles and so people know. Um, when I graduated, I really had no idea what I wanted to do. And I'd been offered a scholarship to play volleyball at Glen Oaks that I turned down and decided to go to Grand Valley and run track. And so, about halfway through the year, I decided that being a student athlete probably wasn't my best idea. During the first year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, first year. Um, being a student athlete in high school and being a student athlete in college, two completely different things. What was different? <laughs> There's, you have to be a grown-up and police yourself and in college. And I really wasn't... Ready. Ready for that. Mm -hmm. So then um, I decided, my, my parents were getting a divorce, so I decided to move closer to home. So I went to Western, and I was taking political science classes and architecture classes because I really... Trying to figure it out. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. So then after my first year, I came home for the summer, and my parents kind of sat me down and said, you need to decide what you're going to do with your life and quit wasting all of our money in college. So... Um, so you're 21 at the time? Yeah, 20, 21. Yeah, so yeah. it's time to figure it out. It, yeah, and so I really didn't have a direction. So um, at that time, my mom was, um, they had just purchased a collection agency. And so she said, here, this is yours. You need to learn about it. You have to, you had to be certified and be licensed to be an owner. So I went through all the training and did that. And so I owned a collection agency for, I think, three or four years. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting. And then I got drugged over to a car dealership and I did finance and then became kind of like the controller, which is the person who, which is pretty much the accountant. And then after that went south, um, I started a, bit, a gift shop in downtown Sturgis, and that went for about two years. And kind of realized it's never going to make any money doing that. And I was approached to work at the front desk at a doctor's office that was opening up. And I said, sure, why not? So I'm still there, but I don't work the front desk anymore. I've moved up. Um, I do pretty much just do coding and billing, mm -hmm. all medical stuff. So your position right now is um, head of billing. Head of billing. Uh, you know, fancy title. IT girl on Sundays. I clean toilets. I do what needs to. <laughs> it needs done. to be done. Yes, but ninety percent of my day is coding and billing. So. Okay. 
Steph? <clears throat> I graduated in 2001, and I knew exactly what I wanted to do. Of course you did. I well, she was a scholar. She was a, <laughs> she was an anatomy scholar. I don't, you didn't take the anatomy class, did you? Or? I took. I, I signed up for it, but I was going to be in Africa for two weeks, and you told me that if I was going to miss two weeks of your class, it would have been, 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 been a tough deal. That would have been a bad deal. That would have been a tough deal. So then I said, okay, I'll just do a week of things. But you were in a student athletic training program. Mm -hmm. You were not. Okay. You were just a chronic... Chronically I injured athlete. Enough. I was there enough. So you were a groupie. You're a yeah. groupie. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to sorry. interrupt. Go ahead. So two weeks after I graduated, I started nursing school at One Oaks. And I finished that in three years. And in that time, I got married to Charlie, my high school sweetheart. And finished nursing school. And then I started at Surgis Hospital right away. Worked the floor for a couple years. Had a baby. And then... Um, Kind of did some per diem stuff, different spots in the hospital, worked kind of all over, and then decided I needed to go back to work. So I went in home care. After both children? No, just after just Tanner. Two. Okay. So I worked home care for about a year, and then Chloe was born, and um, stayed home with her for probably six months, and then I went back into home care and hospice, and that's where I've been ever since. And currently, I am the manager at Three Rivers Home Health and Hospice. Oh, oh home health. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So there was a... There was a transition there, mm -hmm. um, something to get used to. The whole family had to get used to traveling a little bit now. and A little bit. And, it, you know, before I was on call a lot, um, I would go out in the middle of the night, uh, uh, weekends, and now it's Monday through Friday, no weekends, no holidays. Okay. And that's really, really nice. Good. And you seem very happy there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I am. She has more time for me. I do. Yes. A little more stability. Yes. So you, you graduated in years apart. How did this how did this relationship, how did this friendship well, become so strong? Because I know you guys are very good friends. We didn't like each other in high school. Um, and actually, I didn't really like her when I met her again afterwards. But we were the boy. The boys were on the same soccer team. And I remember yeah, Justin coached. I remember Misty texting me or calling me or something and saying, why don't you and um, your husband and the kids come over for a pool party? What? <laughs> She's like that. She's like that. So I went home and I said, Charlie, Misty wants us to come over for a pool party. Misty Perry? <laughs> so we decided to go and I was like, She's pretty cool. <laughs> she is pretty cool. She's pretty cool. I have my days. You do? Yeah. I have days when I'm cool. So that's kind of how it started. But yeah. basically, the kids brought you together, yes. and that's very common. That you know that happens. Um, both of you are involved in, in travel sports, and you have good relationships with some of the people. Mm -hmm. You know that you're. I wouldn't have been in travel sports if it wasn't for her. We pulled Hunter into baseball. Okay. We said, let's just try it. Let's be on the same travel team. It'll be fun. It'll be so fun. And it was so fun the first year. Sure. They didn't win a game. They didn't win a game. Not a flipping game. <laughs> it but, was like it was like two years of not winning any games. But we learned to lose. Our boys learned to lose yeah. with style and grace. Sure. But yeah. But it all comes down to relationships. And I've, and I've said this a lot. The, uh, the relationships that we build, no matter how they get started, um, are important. You know, and your kids brought you together, basically, and you're good friends now. I mean, and, and the families are, are close, and, and you know, that's that's really, really important. 
Mm -hmm. it's, it's tremendously important. And you're sharing a lot of the, a lot of the, um, the difficulties that come along with youth travel sports. There are, there are many difficulties and, and don't get me wrong. It's, 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 it's a, it's a very rewarding thing to an extent. And then Misty and I had talked a lot about this, um, you know, uh, how do we get past this and how do we get past this? Um, difficult. Um, but, it, but it teaches the kids, it teaches the parents that not everything is the way that we want it to be and we have to adjust and, you know, those kinds of things. And, and when it really comes down to it, sports aren't really that vital. I mean, they're a piece of the puzzle. Everybody's puzzle. They play a role. Um, when you're raising children, there's a lot of lessons to be learned. But I think parents learn a lot of lessons, too, about how to raise their children. I know the difference between my son and my daughter were day and night. I mean, I could say this to him, but I couldn't say this to her. Yeah. I learned that, you know, as a parent of, a, of, a, of, of athletes, you know. But, but that's what life's about. You learn and you move forward. So it, it, it's a good thing. Um, so that's your journey. I mean, that, that's, that's a pretty cool journey. Now you're, you're both residing in Sturgis. You're playing a, a, a vital role in our community. And uh, we, we love to have, you know, young, young people, you know, in our community. And it's important, you know. And you're coaching. Yes? <laughs> Is this what you told me today? Uh, yeah. I kind of got drug into it. And it was funny because they asked me a couple of times and I kept saying, no, no, no. I coached a little bit right out of high school, girls volleyball. And I knew I, I'm not, I wasn't cut out for it. Yeah, but you have something to offer. But I think it was, I was, that, at that point I was young and I didn't understand kids. Right, right. Now, not that I understand kids, but now I, I can control myself, I guess, a little better is the word to use. <laughs> But, um, yeah, and they kept asking me, and I said, I really need to ask my daughter because she, that's, that's what's going to affect. Oh, sure. And that's she huge. was like, could not wait for our first practice. No kidding. And she, like, before practice, she wants to sit with me and, like, let's go over what, what we're going to do at practice today. She's very, very into it. So it does make it a little bit better because I don't know that I enjoy coaching. Mm. I don't know. Some days I do, some days I don't. Gotcha. Y'all, um, we have something to offer. I yeah. mean, I feel, this, I feel like yeah. I try to go from these are the things that I was taught and how I was taught. And I, like I was listening to the podcast today about, you know, each kid you have to talk to differently and, and know how to coach them. You can't just yell at all of them and you yeah, can't it's, it's you can't baby all mm -hmm. of them you have to baby yeah. the ones that need i don't want to say baby but you know right in, you're referring to Derek gentilly's yeah. podcast we had some good conversation about that mm -hmm. um because you know they're at a level now where, where they're they're very good coaches a very good coaching staff in our baseball program they have a lot of different things come from a lot of different places and now they're starting to learn you know how to deal with you know, with, with different kids and what buttons to push and those kinds of, but that's, that's what life is about. You know, like I just said, I, you can talk to your son about this way, but you can't talk to the same, your daughter the same way. Mm -hmm. So there are different buttons to push, you know, so that's just learning. You learn about that and you become good at it. So 
All right. So we're, did you guys go to the middle school? Mm-hmm. Okay. Any middle school teacher that you remember that had an impact on you? I loved Mr. Gothnier. He was my basketball coach in middle school, too. Okay. History, did he teach social studies? Yes. Yeah, because I, I, um, I had a math teacher. I'm obviously with my job, I like math. Um, and I had a math teacher, Mr. Nolan. I don't know that he Novar. was. No, Nolan, Nolan. Novar was the gym teacher. Right. Mr. Yeah. Nolan, loved Mr. Nolan. And then um, Mr. Blood. I loved Mr. Blood. <laughs> I could play euchre like a champ because of that guy taught me. Not cribbage. Still don't yeah. cribbage. <laughs> or chess. Now, I was like, can we just play euchre every day? Every day. That would be much better. And you know, I, I, I nicknamed people. I mean, you, you knew that. But you know what my nickname for him was? Plasma. <laughs> That's good. That's good. He loved it. Yeah. He loved it. Um, but yeah, anything you remember? Uh, middle school? I love Mr. Blood. Okay. Yeah. So but that, I didn't, that was someone who had impact. And Mr. Gothier was my basketball coach, but I never had another teacher. Okay. Yeah. And Mr. Dickey. I liked Mr. Dickey a lot. I did too. I didn't have Mr. Dickey, but I uh, like student taught for Mr. Dickey okay. when yeah. I was in high school. Yeah, he's come up on a lot of podcasts too, and you know, just a wonderful, wonderful man and great educator. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it wasn't for his son, I re- really wouldn't be doing this because Mike is Mr. Podcast. That's what he does for his wife and their on their financial uh, coaching. They have, oh. they have a wonderful business. Actually, they've helped us out tremendously with you know budgeting and you know trying to figure things out. He does all the podcasting. Oh, okay. So he's Mr. Podcast. He knows all the equipment and, you know, he says, oh, doc, you got to do this, 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 this. And, oh, I think it's a great idea. So <laughs> he kind of pushed me, you know, also. So um, that's cool, too. So let's go to high school. So the teachers that had some impact on you. Let's go teachers first. Teachers. Um, I liked my art class with Mrs. Um, Baldwin. Baldwin. Okay. I took a jewelry and ceramics class. They didn't have jewelry and ceramics. And in my I, I was terrible at it. But I remember her saying, you gave it really good effort. <laughs> I can hear her saying that. She yep. knew I was awful at art, but she always, she's like, you did it. You gave that your all. <laughs> and it was a very nice so way to put it. Yeah. Very nice way to put it. She had, she had a tact. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I liked Mr. Stark, Mrs. Gorsuch, and Mr. Switalski. I love Mr. Switalski. Do you remember Mr. Switalski? Yo. (laughs) Mr. Green. Yeah. There was an art class I took that was kind of weird, and it was really old Mrs. I think it starts with a B, Burton, Mrs. Can't remember that. Her, was across from Mr. Whiteley's room. Oh, and Mrs. Good. Oh, yeah. oh, I love Mrs. Good. I still see her. I don't see yeah, her. Yeah, she's around. All the time. Yeah. Oh, I love she her. Actually, uh, she actually subbed, substitute taught when I was still working at the high school. So I would see her, yeah. you know, now and again. And yeah, phenomenal person. My mom and my uncle both had Mrs. Good in Baroque in school. Don't tell her that. No, she knows. I met her. In but the don't respons- tell her that. I met her in the responsibility room. <laughs> the responsibility room. Yep. Yeah, it's got to have one of those. Yep. Got to have one of those. I never saw that room. I think. 
How about coaches? Um, Mr. Arsenal. I had him as okay. a football coach. Okay, yeah. yeah. Was he he the JV coach? He was JV. Yeah, coach. okay. He was yeah. JV guy. He got yeah. me into catching. I, in middle school, he said, "I think you should be a catcher." I said, "I'm not a catcher." And then I went on to be all county there you catcher. Go. So it worked out all right for us. Pathway, yeah. I love. Were you? What did you, what did you? Are you swam? You track? I swam. And... I ran track. And I played volleyball, and then I played. Um, I played one year of basketball for Sturgis, and then. Coach Martin would be at the end of every uh, basketball practice and said, this basketball team's not going to go to state. Swim team is. So, <laughs> so then my He's a uh, negotiator. sophomore year I played, or I swam, but I played AAU basketball. I see. So, okay. yeah, that didn't last long. But, but I love Ray Martin I, to this day. Great guy. Yeah, he, he has a special talent um and mr green is probably hands down i don't allow very many people to call me mist to shorten my name it's kind of a pet peeve and he i he could have called me whatever he wanted and like when i go to the high school and i walk onto the track i can hear his voice mm-hmm. yelling at me from sure the back these are the people that that, that made you feel special, not necessarily remember the things they taught you, but certainly, and, and, I, and I say this on every podcast, that it's our job as educators to make you feel like something, to make you feel you're a part of something, to make you feel you have a voice. And that's something you will always remember about these people, mm-hmm. you know, but, but that, that's something that you need to share with your children. That's how they should be raised. And, and you talk to them about this, you know, and, and you're going to start to see that, how different coaches, and you've probably seen it already, how different coaches treat them and, and the stories they come home with. And, you know, let, let them figure it out. They'll figure it out. But for you to put it in the back of your head, you know, it's not what you're learning from them. It's how you were treated. You know, that, that that's huge. And then as, as, um, career employees, you know, you you have people under you. It's it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. You're a leader. You know, it's how you treat these people that they're going to, they're going to go to bat for you. They're going to go to the wall for you. They're going to do extra for you. So you have to make them feel that they're a part of it somehow, some way, you know, that that's what leaders do. Leaders do more than anybody else straight up, you know, and you're, you're both leaders in the careers that, that you're in right now. So when you have impact on employees, not just your children, not just your husbands, employees. <laughs> okay, so um, your friend group, Stephanie, your friend, you know, your friends in high school, throw some names. Um, Ashley Riley, Jessica Brown, Maureen Notstein, Danielle Boris. Those are mostly the girls that I. Okay, Jane on. McDonald. Okay. Yeah. Was it more a sport-oriented group, or was it kind of diverse? Um, no, it was pretty. I mean, that was pretty. It was pretty much them, junior and senior year. Okay. Um, earlier than that, uh, Miranda would have been Van Wagner at that time. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it was mostly Ashley and Jessica. But we played volleyball and basketball and softball together. Beautiful. So. Good. Yeah. And you? 
Mm, mine was definitely sport oriented. Okay. Because, well, I don't know. Um, I would say Erica Clausen, Aaron Strang, my cousin Stacy, um, Stacy Watson. And then uh, swimming was like a completely different group. Erica was in that, but Betsy Heinrich, Crystal Motter. And then my senior year, Bia was there, exchange student. So she was always thrown uh-huh. into the mix, the poor thing. Um, and then, yeah, volleyball. You And then track was kind of nice because it was boys and girls. So you always right. had yep. this big mix of, and you weren't stuck with like your grade. You were in there with everybody. Sure. So. Okay. Any regrets? No. Should have done more crap I didn't do. You would do the same. I mean, you would, if you had to do it over again, is there anything that you'd change? Because there are people out there, there are kids out there listening that maybe mm-hmm. are going to go to college. Maybe they don't think they're ready. What's your advice with that? I mean, you went through that. Well, I think that I. Even now, like my kids are doing job shadowing and they're, you know, they're, they're looking at stuff like that. I guess I don't remember that being offered. That was not mm-hmm. like a, I think we had, sure. we, I think we were like one of the first years to do our portfolios okay. and it was kind of like your senior year, you were scrambling around mm-hmm. and I thought because I was on student council and an athlete and I had decent grades that college was just going to take me and love me and tell me what to do with myself <laughs> and it didn't and, that <laughs> and then still I'm like maybe I should go to school to be I don't know I don't know every day it's something but it worked, think, out, it worked out okay I think the medical field is definitely where I'm probably more, most comfortable sure. and I know more right well you've been exposed to it yeah. in, in different in different realms of it yeah Steph, anything you do different? Medical school, PT, PA. You're you're absolutely beautiful for where you are right now. I. You think about there it. are times when I thought I would have liked to go on for my nurse practitioner, but okay. I did my bachelor's and I I have no desire to move okay. on anymore. You're, yeah, you were just you were you you reached where you reached the pinnacle. I did. You know, and so you you know other things started to become more important yeah. and. And that's great. I mean, and that's fine. You know, so it's cool that that you both are in a place that you want to be, and you're making an impact on your careers and and your family. I mean, you're you're both phenomenal mothers. I know that for a fact. Um, and I compliment you on that because mothering is not is not an easy job because no. because you know you have uh, the kids and you know, you have to take care of your husbands and. You know that kind of thing. So it's, you know, my hats off to moms. It's uh, it's a tough job. Um, tough to watch your kids fail. It's it's even tougher not to step in. You know, and again, it goes back to that learning pro. You know, that learning thing. You know, and, and my best advice to folks is, let them figure it out as much as they can. Now, I'm not saying there are times where you have to step in and. And guide them, you do. But I think for the most part, they need to figure it out because that will give them the skill sets later on to deal with with the things that are going to come up, you know, when they're 20 and you know 21 years old. So, you know, that's that's cool. So, in concluding, what would you like to say? Anything? 
any message out there? I mean, your children are going to be listening to this at some um, point in time, you know? I don't know. Today, after I was listening to podcasts um, that you had done before, I kind of felt like, I always feel like I'm the person that calls you or texts you when I have a problem or question. You do. You do. <laughs> it's, it's an open communication, and, and that's it's fine. like other people admitted that they do that, and I was like, oh, see, I'm just the only one. But it's, it's one of those, like, small town things that you even you aren't the only person I call and ask questions sure. to but you know what I mean sure that's I think well even I, I've noticed even going from Sturgis to Three Rivers being out of my comfort zone out of my community that's that's been hard uh, even just yeah. going that 20 miles sure you know I don't know as many people over there so it's harder to reach out for your connections you know gotcha um, so don't knock the small town. That's interesting. There's, That's an interesting concept. There's a lot to learn from here. And yeah. There's a lot of good people. And you've, yeah, there's no doubt about it. And, and But you've been here. I mean, you were raised here. You worked. You went to school here. You worked here. Then all of a sudden now you're you're moving a community over. Yeah. You know, and, and it's okay. Yeah. You know, it's okay. You broaden your horizons. You make yeah. new relationships. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's a good thing. So... Well, I want to thank you both for taking time out of your families to, you know, to meet with me and and the listeners out there, and and I'm sure there are people that are really gonna, you know, listen to this and hey, I remember her and you know that kind of thing. I'm still and, a mess. <laughs> you really think you're a mess? Oh, daily, daily, mess. daily, daily yeah. a mess. Well, well, you're doing, you're both doing a great job. I'm I'm watching, you know, um, I, I see what's going on and. And I'm, I'm proud of both of you, and uh, you'll keep doing what you're doing, and you know things will be things will be okay. Thanks. And um, live the moment, and um, use the time you have. Don't wait for the right time. That's that's kind of what I learned the last few years. So um, you know that's a little tidbit that you can take with you. So thanks everybody for uh, listening, and I encourage uh, people to follow and um, and become a patron. There's uh, there's a little button you can you can push to become a patron supporter of the podcast and and I, I appreciate uh, all these relationships and you know all the stories are phenomenal and and uh, it's been nice talking to all of you and we'll see you next time thanks for joining us for coffee with doc please be sure to check out our facebook page by searching for coffee with doc and please rate review and recommend us on itunes and wherever else you listen to podcasts nice talking to you